Time now for Tim Wilson and Kate Hawksby. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Great to be back. Great to be back it and is. great to have you back. Tim, did you have a nice holiday? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you did, um, some are you trying to say okay. that you didn't but you don't want to admit that or you just yeah. can't remember it? No, look, it, it, uh, when people say holiday, you sort of, you know, you're lounging around sipping margaritas by the pool. But we, um, we, we were at home with the kids, getting sort of stuck into the new house. So it was a bit of a bit of a, a workcation. Okay. Shall we say? Yeah, but you but, got COVID. Uh, what, what about, COVID as well. Did COVID put a dampener on it? Oh yeah, we we got got COVID for Christmas and yep. had Christmas in ISO. Uh, so that was. Um, but sort of, you know what? It was sad because my folks were up and I couldn't really see them. But what was sad? What was what was positive was, you actually, you, you sh- if you shrink Christmas to your immediate family, i.e., the ones in the um, in the COVID ward, mm-hmm. it's actually quite lovely. Yeah, very much so. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Smaller the better is my motto in life. <laughs> is, that, is that the body size as well? Yeah, or? no, everything. Yeah. Small, smaller oh, you, didn't, you didn't think that you didn't think that's true when you blended to a family of seven. That's how I came to the conclusion: children. smaller the better. That's where it came from. <laughs> now, now nah, more the merrier. But, I don't know, Tim. <laughs> so, Katie, developments this morning that I'm not sure you're aware of. Andrew Kelleher came to the party on the Ed Sheeran problem. Oh. Yeah. So for people who are just joining the program, uh, what happened earlier on this morning was that Katie saw that Ed Sheeran had muffed his lines at the concert last night in Wellington. I noticed, by the way... That but he didn't t- muff his lines. He just, he just he said forgot he them. forgot his lyrics. He, he forgot his lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and so he got a girl on stage and she sang the song and everyone went... Uh. Anyway, I note there was 250 buses cancelled in Wellington. So I just thought Auckland buggered up concerts, but clearly Wellington does as well. And there were people stuck on the rim of Tuckers because that had closed as well. So it was a cluster. Anyway... Glenn comes in and says, no, it's a thing. He does it. Sucked in good. He didn't forget his lines. He does it all the time. I then go and research and come up with a whole bunch of stuff where he's forgotten lines all over the world for years now. So either it's a thing, but then he admits that he forgets lines because that's who he is. And when he took a year off, he forgot all the lines. He forgot all the songs. He had to relearn them all. So that that indicates a bloke who hasn't got a very good memory. But then Andrew Kelleher came on. Guide Ed Sheeran complete setup. Right. Oh no! He took really? me. No. So there's your first problem. First problem is Andrew Kelleher comes with great cred, financial yeah. cred, not necessarily music cred. And I was so taken aback by what he said, I forgot to ask the follow-up question: Was how do you know? So yeah. he yeah, just obviously he just got away with the Donald Trumpism, say something and people will believe it. So we've got Glenn <laughs> and Andrew on the he does it regularly. It's a setup. And we've got you and possibly me on the, he actually has got a bad memory. See, I didn't even know about the the verified history that you've now outlined of it, which which to me just makes it even more obvious. But, I mean, I wasn't ruling out the possibility that this is the first time that it's happened, but then it will continue to happen after this because it's worked so well for them. Because that's what happens with this stuff. People go, oh, they loved it when so-and-so fell over, so we'll do that next time as well. Yeah, that, that could be true. And does, I, he, I, I, does, he forget the same, does he forget the same line? No, no, he... different songs. This uh, is the point. Okay. And one of the ones, the ones that tipped me was he was live on Instagram just chatting away and singing a song and then he forgot the song. Why would you go on Instagram and forget a song? You just look like an idiot. So then when you do it in the concert, everybody goes, ah, he always does this, and I am ready. Okay. I, that's why I've learned all the words to all okay. the songs. Do you know the and funny thing? Here's what's got me going on this this morning, is many a time I've thought, how do those guys stand up there? There must be times, like on the show, right, 
There are times I'm sitting there, I haven't got the slightest idea what I'm going to do next. But Only times. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in a concert, when you're sitting there singing Bridge Over Troubled Water for the 8,000th time, and you suddenly yeah. think to yourself, oh, shit, I left my suit back in the hotel. What am I going to do? You forget the words. You know what I mean? When you've done something so many times, you can go into your head and, and forget. And that's, that's what he's saying. The show, according to people who went to the Wellington one, is spectacular. The staging, everything. He goes for two hours straight, doesn't stop. He works round around stage the whole time. Everyone can see him. He sings every single thing apart from Galway Girl, which he allegedly forgot the lyrics and pulls a little girl on stage. Everyone goes, no. But apart from that, he's apparently brilliant live. So I actually regret not having tickets. Answer me this question then. If, 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 if it's not a stunt, uh, and this is what now has me changing sides with Andrew and Glenn, he had two or three warm-up shows in the Opera House in Wellington. Why would you do a warm-up show if you don't get your act together, so that when the big show comes along, you get it right. He was inside his head too much, and he was quite nervous. And that's the other thing about him: people love him because he's self-deprecating and humble. And is you know, so they bought that as well. I bought but, that as well. I was like, oh. Okay, you know this whole thing about oh, I'm fragile and vulnerable. I mean, I, I I do love it, but I just wonder if people can put it on like a mask. So in the old days, it used to be I'm rough, I'm tough, I can take everything. Now it's like oh, I forgot my lyrics. And everyone goes, yeah, it's a very good point. Part of the <laughs> reason so that true. gives it some credibility, and I'm on the verge, of course, of boring everybody in the entire nation on the story <laughs> at this point, uh, is that he didn't have his violin player for Galway Bay and therefore hadn't sang Girl. Galway Bay and sang Galway okay. Bay last night you for the first time. You just the title of a song. Yeah. Hey, girl, thank goodness you're well, not singing. You know what I'm saying? Galway Bay, Galway Girl. Girl from Galway. <laughs> Tim, we must, uh, Kate, we must congratulate Tim, mustn't we, for his Jacinda call and how woefully, woefully wrong I got it. We were at lunch. Do you remember the story, Tim? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have dined Secret. out. I have, I have dined out on the story uh, and, and the humble pie that I served you that you had to pronounce as delicious subsequently. Go ahead. So the story was we were at lunch over the Christmas summer period and Tim, you, it was, you raised it. You, went, you reckon Jacinda's good for this year? And I said yeah. ab- absolutely 100%. Uh, because yep. she said she, she said she would be, and you don't go out and say she would be if you're not going to be. So uh, she's there all the way through, no problems at all. And I said that with so I said that with great taking her. You, you you made the mistake of taking her at her word. Exactly, I said it with great alacrity and even more confidence. And then you, Tim, said what? Uh-uh, I don't think well, so. Well, I, I I said I, I don't know about that. You're like, well, come on, who who could do it? And I was like, well, Chris Hopkins. And you're like, no, no. And then this was the day before. <laughs> This was the day before the announcement, yeah. and I I sent you a text after the announcement, so it going so dot 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 <laughs> question mark hashtag Jacinda, and then I received a text that I never believed I would receive from you that began got it so wrong. That text has been printed off. It is framed yeah. straight yeah. to the pool room. Yeah, that, that Katie stole my phone and sent it. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I think I think you would have had around the same time a text from me, Tim, saying, "Oh my God, you yeah, got this! Yeah. You called it." Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Listen, I, I I think to be fair, we were we were entertaining a proposition, and you put a robust um, a robust argument up. Um, you just happened to be incorrect. Yeah, just happened to be wrong. Uh, comments on yeah. Wayne, Katie. Teams have been good value this week. Wayne, Wayne, go away. Uh, just want the Wayne to stop. I mean, we've had some fun with those. <laughs> My comments on uh, Wayne Brown is that um, 
the media take themselves far too seriously and we are drongos, most of us, and I just think that we should be less offended by someone saying we're drongos when he's been ignored and there's an agenda to report poorly on him. Don't get me wrong, he's handled it appallingly, but I think the bar now for leadership seems to be compassion, teddy bears and kindness, put on some high vis, get out and about and throw around some platitudes and everyone thinks you're the best leader. Yeah. I think that's all all that people want. By the way, were you affected by the floods, Tim? I should have asked earlier. Um... Oh, I had to had to drive through them last Friday well, night. That's, that's, not, that's, not really, that's not really good. That's not really good. The thing I the point I've tried to make this week, and I, and I'm sort of I'm walking. Oh, how many how many people? Yeah, I'm walking a very fine line because, of course, if yeah. you half your backyard's gone, you 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 hate me yeah. because I'm I'm trying to downplay it. But the point I'm trying to make is is Auckland's a massive city of 1.7 mm. million people. I was at the hairdresser yesterday with um with Greg. And I said, and I went round the salon, and I said, Who, "Were you affected? No. Were you affected? No. Were you affected? No. There was no one there. I couldn't yeah. find anyone who's actually been affected. Which doesn't mean that those who were didn't have a hard time. Yeah. It just means yeah. that the portrayal of what we've seen around the rest of the country this week is not oh. representative of what truly happened. I think, and I think, um, in terms of you know the television portrayal, I've had I've had lots of texts from people who live outside of Auckland going, "Are you guys okay?" Yeah, exactly. You know, that, so, so there's a sense that it's, it's unilateral. But then again, the Ministry of Education thought it was unilateral because they wanted to close all the schools the day before or the two days before That's schools were point. supposed to go back. That's my point. We get so wrapped up in this, we become too emotional about it. The people I really feel sorry for are Coromandel, because although there aren't as many people in the Coromandel as there are in Auckland. All of Coromandel is affected if you can't get to it. If you can't get in and you can't get out, the whole region's buggered. Whereas Auckland, a tiny proportion of it is, and that's you know that's where the the, the nuance and the subtlety I think was slightly missed. What are you doing for the long weekend, Katie? Weather and speaking of the rain in Auckland, it's back and it's miserable. And oh, I'm looking out the window, don't like sound like the, conditions. Sound like the Herald. Don't you? <laughs> Wayne Brown's going to call you up and give you a rinse if you keep up with that, Jeez. with that kind of attitude. Anyway, what are you doing, Tim? You're doing another uh, work, we... workcation? No, no, no. We've got a couple of young cousins coming over, so we're going to have six kids in the house over Waitangi weekend. Cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen to you. Cool. <laughs> six kids. You go well with that. Nice to see you, Tim Wilson, Kate Hawksby, for another week. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.